I've only met one official saint in my life. He's not official yet, but I'm certain that he will be after he dies, and that's Desmond Tutu, that great and now retired archbishop in Cape Town, the one who became an icon for the great fight against apartheid in South Africa. It was he who largely inspired, along with others, his country, the Anglican Church in South Africa, and the world to resist apartheid, that terrible 40-year journey in which, 40-something-year journey, in which white South Africans systematically oppressed anyone they put in the category of non-white. It was Tutu who garnered a whole movement. It was Tutu, when it was finally over, who chaired what is still one of the greatest and most mind-blowing social, political, and spiritual experiments the world has ever known, which had this simple and mind-blowing idea that the victims of systematic violence and evil needed to be in a courtroom and face the perpetrators of evil. It was Tutu's idea that would all gather. He believed, along with Nelson Mandela, that if this Truth and Reconciliation Committee could put together a space in which those who had suffered violence face those who were the perpetrators of the violence and each could hear from the other and specifically that the perpetrators of violence would hear from those they had oppressed, many of whom had died, so they had to hear from their children and their grandchildren. It was an experiment that, that largely worked, and it's the exact opposite of forgive and forget. Instead, it's forgive and remember. But it was Tutu who engineered all of that so masterfully. I met him when he was teaching in Swanee, Tennessee. I served a parish in the Diocese of Alabama at the time, and Tutu was there for a few weeks, and Tutu was going to do a house blessing, if you can imagine it, for one of my best friends who worked at Swanee. The house blessing was to occur on a Sunday after lunch. I had a 10.30 service in my parish, so I knew that I would go, but I'd be late, so I rushed up the mountain, up the Cumberland Plateau, and I got there when it was about half over. I knew that it was about half over because I simply opened the door and walked in. I knew them well enough just to not knock, and I walked into a foyer, and there were steps coming down from the upstairs bedroom, the second floor five, six feet away from me, and coming down those steps in his iconic and fuchsia cassock, walking was Desmond Tutu. He was actually floating. I don't think he walks. And what made the biggest impression on me was when we walked into the living room and my priest friend gave me a pitcher of holy water and a stole and a branch and said, you do the living room. And Tutu just laughed at this silly stranger with a collar who just walked in late. And then we'd go to another room, and he'd just laugh. We'd go bless the downstairs bathroom, and he laughed again. What impressed me the most is he was one of the silliest people I've ever been around. And what's amazing about that is this was a man who literally for decades had looked into the face of the demonic. And yet it didn't take away his joy. But joy is not quite the right word because he's silly. He's silly. 
fascinating connection that I've never known in anyone else between justice and joy. There's two great words that both start with the letter J. Remembering saints, specific saints, began really early in the church in the third century. And it started in this way. A a martyr would die, be killed. A, A beloved member of the local parish would die. And eventually in the third century, they went to have um, a Eucharist, celebrate a Eucharist at the tomb of the person who had died on the anniversary of their death. And that was the beginning of this ancient and lovely tradition of remembering saints and naming parishes after saints and so forth. It was only a couple of hundred years after that that the church came up with this great catch-all category, this one feast day named All Saints, which is a beautiful and really kind of funny catch-all day. It's a way of just making sure we named everybody All Saints so that nobody's left out. I often find myself in charge of prayer lists so I can really appreciate the sense, the name All Saints. Because when you keep a prayer list and when the prayer list is read publicly, what is so frightening is if somebody's left off the prayer list. And All Saints is a way of just saying, is there anybody left? Did we leave anybody out? No, we didn't. All Saints. All Saints in the related image, All Souls, and our columbarium is named after All Souls. Give us permission if we need it. And I know some of you don't. Give us permission to come up with our own very personal and unofficial list of saints in our own lives. Saints and souls who've made a deep impression. Saints and souls who might not have made much of a big difference. But we know them. And God knows them. And we remember On my personal list are very official people like Tutu and others. On my personal list are a lot of Episcopalians I've known in now three parishes I've served. People who have a great sense of humor. If you've got a sense of humor, you make it on my list of saints. People who try to live lives that are just and kind as followers of Christ. There are also a lot of other people on my list who are at best on the margins of the church and many people who are even on the outside of the church that I think deserve a place on that list too. I think of who's the embodiment of passion. I think of the poet Stephen Dunn who has no patience for church but yet whose poetry invites us into the greatest conversation imaginable. I think of that great and irreligious writer, Ta-Nehisi Coates, who so poignantly and achingly beautifully describes the systematic oppression of African Americans in this country and in this world. And as he breaks our hearts, he gives us a few ways, but only a few ways of suggesting how we might put them back together again. I think of the great Texas filmmaker Richard Linklater whose films about marital love are as illuminating as the song of songs. I think about all the public school teachers I had who I now recognize 20 years later first opened the life of my mind to truth 
and eventually to God. I share just a few people on my list, not because it trumps yours, but instead just to invite you to think about who is on your list, the people you alone know about. Any list of saints, whether formal or personal, begs the question of why exactly a person gets on one of those lists. Or how it is a person makes such a deep impression upon our souls and minds. Tutu and others like him, they make the formal list for an obvious reason. They are very dramatic reflections of the light of Christ. The Christ who laid down his life for his friends. The Christ-like pattern that we will commit to as baptized people today. Nevertheless, we're not limited only to the Christ and the Gospels when we think about souls and saints who make an impression. Although Christ is the only begotten Son of God, the one who, believe, who reveals something permanent and even eternal about God's love and God's nature. Christ's humanity is only one of millions of examples of what it means to be a human being. And in fact, we actually shouldn't just limit ourselves to the example of Christ's humanity alone. For example, most Christians worldwide now believe that women should not be ordained because Christ was literally a male, which is an absolute failure of imagination beyond, in fact, being Trinity, helps open up a whole lot more space. Space even in the saints and souls we remember. God, the creator, is the source of all being. All truth, come whence it may, cost what it will. All goodness, all beauty. And the spirit is the wisdom that comes from all four corners of the globe. The breath that moves through the lungs and nostrils of every human being who's ever exists and will exist. Which means that any time we experience a degree of wisdom, a degree of truth, a degree of beauty, a degree of goodness in another person, we catch a glimpse of the light and image of God. And that's why our list of saints, our very personal list of saints, should be very long and oh so surprising.